Nora has extensive notes in front of her, as does Nomi. (laughs) Billy's over here winging it. Howard. Hello. Nora Barton. Hello. And Nomi Epstein. Hello. <laughs> hello. And they're all very friendly. And I'm also here with Seymour Saperstein. <laughs> who he's is chewing his bone. Yeah, he's a great dog. He's a great little floofy good boy who's an excellent guard dog when I came in. <laughs> alerted everyone to my presence. Because they didn't they definitely didn't notice already. And he was like, guys, there's somebody here. And she's very scary. Um, all right, so these are the the two ends and the B of <laughs> of NBN trio. <laughs> Do you guys just call yourselves NBN NBN or NBN trio? We've always called ourselves NBN trio, but then for some reason on our record we're just NBN. I like it. Yeah. I like it. The name of the record is L is trios, so right? Yeah, it speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Um, you know, for people who don't know that much about you, can you describe a little bit just generally what you do? You're, a, I know you're an improvisational trio. Um, can you describe a little bit what like a like a typical show would be? Typical show. I'm uh, sorry, well, that's probably yeah. a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we yes. Well, so we get together and um, improvise. We usually. Um, do kind of shorter sets, I would say, like 10 to 15 minute long sets. Mm -hmm. Um, It just happens to come out that way. And we usually have some sort of of a prompt Mm -hmm. before we start playing. It might actually just be a duration. Um, It might be like a word or like air or type of material that we would be like a metal or wood that we would be using to make sound and then we make sound Um, and a lot of the sound that we make um, it's not always um, it doesn't always have pitch in it you know a lot of times it's noise or pitch isn't the um, point of it all the time and um, yeah a lot of it's quiet a lot of it is exploring objects and instruments um, in different kinds of ways or in new ways and we're kind of live exploring so maybe we find new ways as we're playing mm-hmm. and for those that have never been to one of our shows usually they'll they'll sit down and sometimes I think usually a lot of times the first thing that we'll play will be in like a piano trio format mm-hmm. so a piano a violin and a cello and then from there we kind of branch out um, we were talking about my banjo I'll have my banjo next to me and then also we've got our little tables of um auxiliary percussion and found sounds and like that awesome (laughs) (laughs) um so i know like 
on your like the description on your band camp for instance says um that you you know manipulate acoustic instruments like i mean obviously like your own instruments and also like percussion instruments and that kind of thing um in what sorts of ways like what are some examples uh of how you're manipulating those instruments um for the strings um violin and cello we will do a lot of extended technique like um playing different parts of the instrument with a bow or tapping a lot of tapping or knocking um or we mess with putting sponges under the strings and that kind of thing but it's a lot of just trying to get different textures out of the instrument rather than pitches or melodies Mm -hmm. so just um really trying to mess with the instrument at least for me I'm always trying to think of a way I haven't made sound on the instrument before yeah like when we we would practice um not not or trying trying to pause (laughs) you're allowed to like take a breath and think also (laughs) like like it's fine I get really excited um we would rehearse and try to not play any pitches Mm -hmm. you know see what we could do anything except make a pitch yeah air sounds knocking sounds wood uh wood sounds metal sounds um Mm-hmm. and then for the piano which so we do have one piece where all of us play the piano where, which I was just alluding to um, and but for the piano for me I play I do play on the keys um, but I also prepare the piano sometimes with um, like weather putty material um, more tight so I'll fix like putty on the strings oh, okay. which changes when you play the keys changes the sound like it makes it sound like a gong or it stops the pitch altogether and it makes it sound more like a percussion instrument some sort of a well not a drum but sort of a drum um, and or use mallets on different parts of the inside of the piano or use my fingers on uh, against the strings or stop the strings and and play the keys um, there's all sorts of these um, uh, auxiliary or these objects that I that I use also in the piano and then the piece that we that we do that we ha- we improvise but there's one piece that we've done a bunch of times like the concept of the piece which is where um, the three we call it trio piano and the three of us are all on the piano so we don't okay. have strings uh, string instruments for that piece and um, one of us is um, standing where one would normally stand or sit for the piano so mm. the keyboard controlling the pedal and the keys one of us is inside the piano um, manipulating everything that's in there and there's a lot to do in there and then one of us is underneath the piano which Billy does usually yeah I get crawling around yes I get to sit under the piano and play the soundboard and listen and it's interesting because I can't see anything when I'm under there so Mm -hmm. I really have to listen carefully um to what the other two are do are doing or what sound they're making no visual cues yeah no cues (laughs) at all um do you ever I always I don't know why I've never asked this of you before but have do you ever um see like watch my foot like can you see when I'm putting no I usually can't see your foot because I usually lay with my head like near the pedals. Yeah, okay. Um, Billy's actually taking a nap under yes. there and actually, just sleep hitting the piano. I was I was about to say like bring a yoga mat or a pillow because um, it can be uncomfortable, especially yeah. if there's if it, if the piano has one of those um, 
complicated wheel right. setup. Right. <laughs> it's uncomfortable under there. There's like a beam. Yeah. Down. And it's always dusty, but I've oh never, no. I've, I'm Bring like some cleaner. I've never gone into the piano. Have you ever? Yeah. You've yeah. done that. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when we would set up certain lights and oh. we had some that would like, you know, fade into other colors. And oh, oh it was nice. beautiful. It's really very calming. Oh, wow. Mm. You're like, I think I'll just stay under here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We would play it a lot um, when we, one of the first residencies, well, I guess the first residency we did. Um, we messed around with lighting and video, abstract video a lot. And so we would play in the dark frequently or just with very subtle colored lights. So it really takes, well, it, in some ways it like takes away the visual impact of what we're doing and helps, I think it helps us and the audience focus on listening, Mm -hmm. but it also is, yeah, it gives a different sort of like warm Mm -hmm. space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's funny that you're all playing the piano at one point because I was going to ask like do you ever manipulate each other's instruments like do you ever play around on their instruments at all like I've while they're it. playing them or like <laughs> while they're playing okay but we did like what I think actually you know it's interesting that we're doing this show at Elastic I think because we've d- that's like where we did our trial show, our very right? first like oh. run through of Ever, right. anything that we were going to play publicly we did at the old elastic yeah wow we'll have to talk about that yeah the show. We should mm-hmm. do. Aww. um nostalgia. <laughs> um but but when at that show i remember we at one point one of the pieces we decided like we would each get up and move to a different station so like one oh, of us okay. like i would leave the piano somebody would come to the piano i picked up one of their instruments i barely know what I'm doing but that's just fine (laughs) yeah yeah we would kind of do a round yeah round robin I don't know what that means but I don't know either (laughs) where does that come from there's there's some round pattern of movement and you move at some point (laughs) and then things change like that's (laughs) all I know the one yeah. they do at Talia Hall is really cool. Like different bands will come and then oh. like they're all set up, but then oh, they'll wow. play like shorter sets. So like oh, okay. it'll be like ten minute set and then they just move. And it's all on the floor? Yeah, it's on the oh, floor nice. and the audience is just surrounding. Whoa. It's really cool. Mm. At least that that was like the one that I went to. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well shoot. Yeah. Cool. But originally the round robin is when I think when you're at like a campfire or something. Oh. And like <laughs> they just it, yeah. uh, they just pass the uh, guitar around. Oh. Oh, oh. oh so it does have mu- musical origins. Experience. Oh. oh. Round robin. But who's Robin? Whoever's got the guitar. <laughs> Where? Okay. Where's Robin? Where's my my original Robin? <laughs> we can cut it? this out. <laughs> we need We're to go Google it. Some really like, sad nope, story totally about someone not. named Robin. <laughs> <laughs> we need to. Um, Somebody stole his guitar and was handing it around yeah. to everyone else. <laughs> He's just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I bu- I cut you off, Billy. <laughs> oh, we should tweet. Um, from I'll give a shout out to my home state Montana there's a lady on Montana Public Radio that she's been doing this for decades her name's Christy the Wordsmith and in between shows she'll do like the etymology and background of a one single word or a phrase we should write her do or maybe gosh. she already has done round robin yeah, yeah, we'll so Christy the Wordsmith look her up Christy. she has a podcast I believe seek her out <laughs> seek her out gain her wisdom mm-hmm. um I also want to ask, um, you, you know, you, you mess around with, well, I say mess around, uh, but you, <laughs> you play auxiliary instruments 
what are all of your favorite auxiliary instruments to play? Oh, N- Nomi's father is a percussionist, and he gave her a lot of toys yes. um, that she has. One of my favorites is a wood block, and then it's got like a piece of bamboo that makes kind of a V, sort of like a tongs. And then on the other end of the tongue is a wooden ball, so you just like squeeze them together, and they make it makes a really high pitch wood block, like really piercing and clean sound i like that one it's like a mallet yeah yeah it's like a mallet with a wood block you just squeeze it oh kind of like you're doing a scissors or something yeah that kind of motion i feel like i've seen that before yeah yeah i don't know what it's called (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. it's loud too it is yeah it cuts it cuts through whoa my favorite which i play all the time i have two favorite well maybe three favorites but is my uh my tile which i which i rub with a stone mm-hmm. and or a so what you have like a like a square of tile uh-huh oh yeah okay. yeah and so i love that and then uh and then uh my slide whistles i can't do without my slide whistles <laughs> and my uh well the ocarina also which sounds oh. like a dying animal i know it's a sad bird it's great sad it really is sad (laughs) but beautiful there's a ocarina solo on the record yes Yes. there is i'm so ready (laughs) and it is like a moment of death oh my goodness no it's not (laughs) i I disagree um my favorite instruments probably tie between the ping pong balls that we use on the inside of the piano (gasps) strings bouncing them around that's featured in our bonus uh track yes okay bonus track um and then i have a sparkly wand that originally belonged oh yeah right if and you I, were, if this, you grew up in the eighties, it's is um, this like the plastic thing that's full of glitter yeah, and, and water and stuff? Yes. And yes, and it spirals down. So I kind of use it as a bow, like I bounce it like Colenio style, yes, and awesome. then like gliss with the pits. It sounds yeah, it's kind of it so works as cool. like a guitar slide, sort of. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah. And you, great. Billy, you used to love the it was like a wind slide whistle kind of thing. Oh, one of those toys where it's like an inch or so, mm-hmm. and you get them as a kid, and you, when you blow on them, they go like. Yeah. <laughs> but I lost my favorite one, and now all the ones I can find, my favorite one, you could only push air through it one direction. Mm. And so I could sometimes breathe in and it would make a really cool white noise. Whoa. But now all the ones I can find make that woo sound like Wait, if you blow in or out. So. Oh, rude. I yeah. have the one in my bag. I'll give it to you. No, I think I dropped it like somewhere gross <laughs> and left it. I was like, oh, that's. You it. dropped it and you were like. I can't anymore. (laughs) I think it like fell down. There was no disinfecting it. It was like between the stage and something. Uh, And I was like, I'm not going in there. It's the one shaped like a bird though. No. It's just like a little tube. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They come in all colors. Mm -hmm. And apparently you can blow a word suck and get the same sound yeah, which yeah. is really unfortunate something you can get at uncle fun or something yeah you could party it. city that yeah. kind of thing i do love party city mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever nora especially have you ever do you ever like put um like goat toenails on your cello have you ever tried that like the percussion like what percussion goat, toenails. goat toenails yeah or goat toes sometimes people just call them goat toes no. do you know what I'm about? <gasps> oh are they the kind of like 
clinkly kind of yeah 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 they're they're not actual toenails i i'm not sure what they are exactly they're like i think they're like little like goat hoof kind of stuff yeah they actually did come from from goats i'm pretty sure they shed their it's like cloth yeah 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 and um and it sounds really like if you don't mind like putting your like putting them sort of i think i put them up on the bridge one time and it and then just like bowed normally yeah. and it was a really cool sound so oh, i don't yeah. know something to try. That, up. Try that, that looks great that um, sounds great i really want goat toenails i don't have them but i was using somebody else <laughs> i was borrowing somebody else's goat toenails. <laughs> i'll ask my dad yeah i bet he has that i mean they're like pretty common for like percussionists um Oh, one other sound that we've actually had the audience play with us are just plastic bags, like from the grocery store, for that really gentle white noise sound. Mm. Um, We've had a good experience. Once everyone is fully ready for quiet Mm -hmm. sounds, let them do surround sound with plastic bags. It's really nice, because I believe all of us have like way Mm -hmm. too many plastic bags in our possession. I'm trying to shed yeah. my plastic bag. It's a bags sensory thing. It feels really good to do it, and it sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We're going to include some kind of audience participation I think that's at the good. show. Yeah. I'm just not sure yet. And also, just to, because I didn't mention this at the, the, the top of the podcast, I'm sorry. Um, uh, you guys are about to release um, your debut album, NBN <laughs> Trios. Um, and does it... Does it come out on the same day as your release show? Okay, so the release show and official release of the album is um, March 6th, so it's coming up real soon. Um, And the release show is at Elastic, right? Okay, all right. And what time is it at? Doors at 8, music at 8.30. Excellent. And be ready for audience participation. Mm -hmm. If you feel like it. Just a little bit. Bring your own own pillow if you want to lay down. Aw, that sounds nice. Mm -hmm. But don't fall asleep. It's fine too, you can actually. sleep. I don't mind. I'm. I'm. I, people might fall asleep during my set. I. I, I kind of expect. <laughs> oh, that. that's right. You guys are. Are you guys doing like three sort of solo sets? We are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, we're gonna come back to the the, the live stuff in a second. Um. Sorry. <laughs> I have like my questions, and I just have to make sure yeah, I get to them. Um. <laughs> no. No. No sponsors for this show, Nora. <laughs> Not yet. It's really optimistic of you. <laughs> Um, so I actually want to come back to something that we sort of almost talked about earlier where you were talking about how like, you know, you don't really do like pitches so much as more just kind of like textures and stuff. And I was just wondering if like when you're kind of like jamming together, um, if you ever like accidentally fall into anything like approaching like your traditional instrumental roles ever or if it, if you're pretty much like very like consciously staying away from convention I don't I mean I will speak for myself but <laughs> I don't think um we're necessarily like trying to stay away from something yeah um I feel like it's more we're we're interested in exploring something mm-hmm. and sometimes there are certainly and on the cd um, there's certainly pitch present. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's a sustain, a long sustain. Um, I think the strings do more of that than I do. Obviously, I can't sustain for very long on mine, uh, my instrument. But um, sometimes we have, or like there are a couple times that we've improvised where our our sort of loose structure included 
um, a moment at which we would all um, reach a certain note and gotcha. sustain that. Um, so I guess I can do it on my slide whistle. But so we definitely have points at which that we play pitch. It's just not. It's not. Um, we don't. We're not playing melody. We're not playing melodically. Right. Um, and uh, there's a lot more to the language than just pitch. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Certainly. Sometimes we have prescribed for ourselves like, oh, let's m- play pitches at this certain point and just see what chords happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But generally, it seems like we're either li- we're listening and reacting mm-hmm. um, to each other. And sometimes that means like playing a pitch when everyone else is doing noise or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's mainly to keep focus during an improv, you know, because yeah. it, it was all improvisation and that way we could stay focused either on a texture or um pitch and yeah like you said draw attention to a certain section of that Mm -hmm. is that generally like the extent of like the parameters that you put on like an improvised piece Mm -hmm. sometimes we'll have like certain if we've laid out a time we'll have a certain minute where we want to meet and do something together um there's one moment i think on the record where we tried to meet on a pitch and do some beating and then slowly like glissando away Mm -hmm. from that pitch Mm -hmm. different Mm -hmm. people um yeah which means that um which i think people usually don't do when they improvise we always keep time okay yeah or at least I do. No, he does. Yeah. You mean I like you have like a timer? I'm always on a mm-hmm. time. There's a timer going no matter when I'm playing. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. I think. I mean, I think that makes sense just because like sometimes you are in the midst of an impro- improvisation. You're like, I have no idea how long this has been going on. It could yeah. be two minutes or two hours. I don't know. <laughs> We've not experienced the latter. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three days later. Where are we? <laughs> Everyone's gone. <laughs> Like, I'm very hungry. I don't know how long it's been. (laughs) Um, So uh, in terms of the, like, recording process, um, I always feel like recording improvised stuff is kind of, like, an interest, is, like, a a particularly interesting concept um, just because what you're, I feel like what you're capturing, you're documenting, like, one way that things could go down. Obviously, it could go any other of, any other, number of other ways um so i was wondering um you know how how for each of you like how does the live experience compare with the recording process with these kind of pieces and like was there anything about the recording process for this album that like kind of took you out of your comfort zone or was there anything you know on the flip side that was almost made easier than when you do it live um, I think for me, um, because I use a lot of instruments, oh, small instruments, um, what was what was quite difficult was I had to always be aware of, obviously, where the mic was. So mm-hmm. I think even when, I think one of the pieces, at least, I wasn't on the piano at all, and I just had my table of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that it definitely takes me out, out of, the, the playing experience because uh-huh. I, I have just have to be conscious of where I'm making that sound like I have to hold it here you right know, <laughs> uh, the instrument over here um, and so that it was just mic mic placement was an issue for me um, yeah I don't know 
I don't remember having any issues recording. Um, it was pretty free. Although, I mean, we, we kept it pretty structured, and I'm pretty sure we used timers because mm-hmm. we wanted to, you know, make sure, like you said, nothing was, you know, went on too long because we <laughs> only have so much time to fill the record. Yeah. Um, um, one nice moment I remember is on our trio piano piece where the three of us are on the piano. Um, we did one improv, and it was it was good. And then at the end of the end of it um i think it was nora got a really great sound on the strings of the piano and we were all just like whoa (laughs) and we were like nora nora don't move don't move (laughs) and we just immediately restarted and did another take beginning with that sound Uh um and that's the take we used on the record so if you listen to Ah. trio piano it starts with this beautiful piano string getting overtones yes kind of sliding I was trying to remember. That's a good. That's a good memory of the experience of recording. Um, <laughs> but I forget what you were doing. Were you, it was just your fingers mallet. strumming along the oh, string. Was you were at the, the bottom strings. of the piano. I mean the. Oh, you were in the nook. You were in, in the, the nook. You were in the nook. Mm-hmm. And you had a mallet, I think, going. You were just going back and, and it was forth a soft really slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, in between. Was the there strings. like a fl- like a fl- like the fluffy mallet or just like soft? Probably the, a yarn mallet. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We'll just talk about <laughs> but weird like sounds all day. I guess that's also like I don't know. I mean, so I feel like sometimes we're on and sometimes we're not. Like, or at least I feel for myself that sometimes I am in in the zone and I and I like what sounds are happening that I'm contributing you know that my contributions Mm -hmm. and sometimes I feel like we're like we meld more and totally and then and who knows why that happens so I I remember when we were going into the studio I was just nervous I was like what it's like the morning you know it's not you know like we just had coffee (laughs) like it's not like somebody it's just right cut right. me off in traffic. Yeah. Like you're not like psychologically in the right mind space yeah. to do this. I don't know when the right mind space is. I when feel like Mercury no is not in retrograde. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> when. <laughs> so I was like worried that we wouldn't get to that, get to a place in each piece. And I do feel like there are certain pieces where like we don't get there until a couple minutes past <laughs> the start mm. of the track you know <laughs> but that that's a good point like we we I feel like whatever you were doing for that I'm glad that we were able to capture that and mm-hmm. make a track out of it yeah yeah I think the recording went really smoothly because we just had the whole day and after warming up a little we were able to just really get into that hyper focused listening yeah um and relaxed and Alex Anglesian is a <gasps> Oh, yes, I love star. Alex. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, so this was at Experimental Sound Studio. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I, we've played there before and recorded there several times. So it was, it yeah, it felt like yeah, home. So when we went, and he knew exactly what we needed. Yeah. I just yeah. recorded with Alex the other day yeah. for the first time, and he's such a muffin, and yes. I love him. Yeah. Sweetheart. I haven't met his dog yet, though. Oh. Dizzy. Next time. Were you at ESS? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what, um, when people are, are listening to this album, you know, I don't know if you have specific thoughts on this or not, but, um, what ideally would you like people to sort of take away from listening to this album? Um, I mean, I know you like, uh, you have this idea that your, your 
music like encourages really focused detailed oriented listening um is there anything else that you kind of want people to take away from the album I was thinking about that the other day when I I was leaving my house and there was like a dusting of snow yesterday morning and it just looked so beautiful on the ivy out front it made me think of um the first big concert we ever gave was we called it ambido which was based off of a word from the dictionary of obscure sorrows which you can find it on tumblr i believe um and ambido meant something like um heightened sense like really paint i always think of um paying attention to milk swirling in your tea or coffee or that kind of thing so just um I think that's what our goal is, is to experience the beauty of sound and different noises, different pitches, different textures. So really focused listening. It's very meditative. Um, recommend listening on headphones and somewhere quiet. That I, was my next yeah. question. <laughs> I We tried to listen to this in the car when we were driving oh somewhere God, and it's, imagine. you can't listen to it yeah. in the car. <laughs> the, the little bit I was able to listen to, I was like, if I wasn't just like at home, like this would be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's very, it's very quiet. Um, Should people listen while lying on a pillow under a piano? Yes. Oh. Or lying anywhere. Oh, I recommend lying in your whatever room of your house gets sunlight in the Ooh. afternoon because we're all vitamin D deficient yes. this time of year. So I will like l- pull my like legs of my pants up and be like, okay, I'm going to get a little bit of vitamin D. <laughs> we're all very pale in this room. Yes. Very pale. So, and then you can like feel the sun and then listen and yeah, that sounds delightful. It's also great for, um, yeah, I think just trying to relax in the evening. Mm-hmm. And Nora, I found this podcast last week of a man just, it's the sound of him walking through the forest. Oh, and Nora said she wants really to wonderful. listen to that when she's driving because it's, I don't know if anyone else has like anxiety and driving in the city. Um, or just yeah. being awake. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 This is a very calm, calming yes. record. Also, I have to find that podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, what about the two ends? All right. <laughs> Do you have anything in particular that you'd like to people to take away from this album? Do you feel like Billy sort of summed it up? She really did. Um, <laughs> this kind of music, you, you really just allow yourself to turn off and um, hear, hear very detailed sounds that you would never ever get to hear all at once mm-hmm. uh you know and i i think uh it's really lovely how how we built each track and um focused on on certain uh, certain textures that work together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally and then i think what kind of what billy was saying um that well when you're listening i don't think it, I think listening to a CD, I'm going to call it a CD. We've got somebody calling it a record, <laughs> whatever it is. Album. Digital files. Um, when you're listening, um, the point is not, well, so the difference between like being at a live concert and then listening to a recording, obviously is going to be, you have no idea what we're doing to produce the sounds. Right. But even in a live concert, we do tend to, and I think Billy probably will, well, you guys certainly will, and I will for um, our sets at the release show, we put the lights down. Um, The point is not to try and figure out what 
produce this sound or these mm-hmm. sounds, but really just to kind of relish in the sonic experience. Just sort of like receive, receive the sound. Yeah, receive, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so excited to hear this. Um, do you guys have any other... Okay, so aside, just to reiterate, the album release is March 6th, mm-hmm. um, and the release show is at Elastic mm-hmm. um, on the 6th. Um, at Elastic Arts, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and uh, Doors are at 8. Music is at 8.30. Um, do you guys have any other events planned for the time being, or is that the only one in the near future? is the one in the near future that okay. we're focused on right now yeah okay. we you know we used uh, we've never played in our i see we were founded i think in 2011 and we've never played like regular shows like once right. a month or whatever there have been periods of time where we've played like maybe a couple shows over a couple months mm-hmm. but um we tend to spread things out and you know when something comes up then we do a show totally but, yeah I don't you, even know you also all have like other lots of other things There's going a on other things so. we do. <laughs> <laughs> You're busy people generally <laughs> um so people can find you on facebook i know it's yeah. just nbn trio right on facebook that's correct Okay, and then are you on Twitter, the Instagrams, or anything like that? No, but you could find us. It's hashtag NBN Trio. I think there's mm-hmm. a smattering of posts. Yeah. And our Tumblr page. Mm-hmm. Um, Tumblr. And then you can preview or buy the record at nbntrio.bandcamp.com. Excellent. I do love Bandcamp. And then I'm just going to give a shout out to some of the other people who are involved yes. in making this. Yes, please. Album records, CD, digital files, whatever. Um, the cover design was by Naho Taruishi. Uh, a New York-based artist who I am in love with. I am in love with her work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a was, beautiful cover. I love yeah. it. It feels it feels perfect for this album. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was yeah. Anyway, so the, uh, and then um, Alex and Glitzian was our um, sound engineer, and then Chris Mercer did our mastering. Am I forgetting anybody? I think that's it. Ryan Bork did our oh yeah f- our press shot. Our photography. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. That's it. Yay. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you. For talking to me about your your album and your show. And yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. Everybody go to Elastic Arts on March 6th. 8.30 is when the music starts. But get there, you know, a little sooner so you can set up your pillow and your comfy space. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. Take a few breaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, once again, this has been NBN Trio um, with Billy Howard, Nora Barton, and Nomi Epstein. Um, thank you guys so much. Thanks, Thanks Odd Pod. Rate and subscribe. <laughs> thank you, Billy. <laughs>